a very special episode of the Earthborn Games podcast. It's just me and Andrew today. The other two guys are glass out. Glass of wine. Ooh, glass of wine. I was thinking about wine, but I went with sparkling water instead. <laughs> it's very well, responsible got... of you. <laughs> Do you have, are you a wine person? No. You, why no? <laughs> like like a wine connoisseur? Like or just like who... someone who likes wines and can differentiate Does... the types? Yeah. No, no, not that. I I, I do I do Is that a boxed wine? wine? No, it's a bottled wine. Okay. Uh but I, I, I don't make sure I have a, a bottled wine. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I I'm not above drinking boxed wine. I'll do that. Oh man, it uh, lasts and lasts and you can just squirt it out of the little nozzle. It's, it's fine. To, yeah, yeah, it's, it's fine. generally fine. Uh yeah, I'm not someone who likes to keep a bottle of wine in the house at all times or anything like that. Yeah, uh, who does that? Lots of people that I've known have really tons did. of bottles of wine. Yeah, I was visiting a friend a month or when when I was in uh, Virginia, and uh, he had a enormous wine collection. It was crazy. Did he have a wine cellar? No, it was like right off of his. It was like in his laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's classic. It wasn't too snooty. Yeah, yeah but uh, I feel like I've I seen was that. Surpri- I was shocked. It was I don't know fifty bottles of wine. It was ridiculous. Wow, some some expensive yeah. ones too. I don't know. I didn't grill them on it. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I can't uh, really tell much of a difference between an expensive bottle of wine and a you know twenty twenty dollar bottle of wine. Can you? you? Know that, I don't know if I've had that expensive of wine. And I, I would like to see. I, I would assume that I wouldn't be able to tell the difference, though. Yeah, I, I, I've had expensive wine a couple times. You know, just going out to like business dinners and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember the wine was good. I was like, "Oh, this is good." But uh-huh. <laughs> if you would put the twenty dollar wine and you know a hundred fifty dollar bottle of wine, three hundred dollar bottle of wine in front of me. You can just blind taste test. I don't know if I'd be able to tell the difference because that's all the whole experience was wrapped into that as well. You know, I'm sure right? Having a good right. time. It reminds me of that that uh, little factoid that you know, if you make a certain amount of money, if you make under a certain amount of money, let's say twenty thousand dollars a year, your level of happiness is much much lower than if it was if you made fifty thousand dollars a year. Let's say there's a noticeable difference, but between 50,000 and 500,000 there's not much of a difference in in uh happiness you know yeah. reported yeah. in the in the test yeah. so uh i would assume that that's similar like a 500 dollar bottle of wine is not going to taste that much different than a 10 dollar bottle of wine but when i drink a 4 dollar bottle of wine i can tell that it's not <laughs> yes. very good but yeah. I will drink it. I will drink it all. <laughs> you can definitely <laughs> tell the next day. Uh, I think that's right. Uh, the salt. That's bites. when you really. That's when you really know uh, the quality of the wine <laughs> that you were drinking the night before. So it's just you pay for less hangover. <laughs> Absolutely. I, when I was in college, I remember uh, we had a bottle of this. It was me and a, one friend. Uh, it got a bottle. It was like a jug. Yeah, yeah. Carlo wine. Rossi. Was that's it? the one. <laughs> and we drank that entire thing and i've never felt worse in the morning <laughs> than i did after drinking that wine it was it That's was so bad 
Like being stabbed, like a headache, like being stabbed through the temple with a dagger. Yeah, drinking half of a Carlo Rossi is gonna would probably do that for you. I have a similar, you know, (laughs) college days, sangria, Carlo Rossi, trip to New York. It was great, but yeah, the next day I think I slept in on that couch. And I just want to remind (laughs) our our viewers to you know drink responsibly. Oh yes, always, (laughs) always, always, or not at all. Not at all is cool. I like not drinking at all. Whatever you're into. Yeah, I'm not much of a drinker myself, but we have this bottle of wine, so I'm drinking it. Yeah, I've been I've been on the lookout for uh, some rare types of wine lately, uh, like natural sparkling wines. Have you ever tried those? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Pet Pet Nat, I think. Pet Nat. I don't know how they would say it. I'm, I'm, it's one of those things where I I've read about it and I don't know how to pronounce it, and I'm kind uh-huh. of you know a typical guy, and I don't want to ask the person about it. So I've been to about five wine shops, just <laughs> scouring the store for it, but not asking anybody if they if they actually uh, sell that type of wine because I don't know how to say it. Just because you don't want to butcher the name, <laughs> yeah. Because I know it's it's a French word, two French words, uh, shortened. So I don't think it would just be pet nat. That's what. It, yeah well you know we live in a town where one of the towns is new prague right yeah new (laughs) prague it's not like we really uh we don't emphasize proper pronunciation right new prague or minnesota yeah imagine if it was called new prague anyway enough certainly would sound better it would new prague (laughs) (laughs) it's how people give us give us shit about saying bag right right which I never, I, can't, I still can't figure out how to say it right. But even when I think I'm saying it, it correctly, people will say, will, will make fun of me. People from other parts of the country. Bag. Monsters. Bog. Bog. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us at the, uh, on the podcast, Andrew. I'm glad you yeah. could make it. <laughs> glad you could make it. Glad someone showed up. <laughs> yeah. yeah so I, did you, so yeah, we talked, so Fisher's, he's Fired. on a, he's, no, <laughs> he's in Tanzania, uh, and he's, he's climbing that mountain. Mountain, yeah. When this releases, he'll be on. He'll be on that mountain, which is pretty exciting. So everyone, keep Fisher yeah. in your prayers. Yeah, climbing. Well, he just. I told him to be careful, and okay. uh, he said, "Don't worry. It's not like there's a bunch of cliffs. It's more like a really big hill." Is that right? That's. <laughs> I'm just Mount, saying what he said. Mount Kilimanjaro. <laughs> Kind of synonymous with a huge mountain, right? <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> Hugest mountain in the world. Second biggest? Is it or is it just I famous for I don't know. It's pretty big. I don't I don't know where it ranks. Okay. I just assume uh, it's like it's a, it's the most it's a it's a it's up there in famous It's like one or two of think. famous not uh, counting the mountains. one that's in the ocean. There's there's I think there's some in the ocean that are even that bigger. are taller. Yeah. Not Everest would be the highest. Obviously. Right. It's not one of those mountains where you're walking by dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> not usually, I don't think. But, you know, I, I don't know much about, about it at all, clearly. Okay. Uh, but right. anyway, so he said that, you know, it's not a very treacherous hike. It's just a, a nice, very long uh, incline. Tiring, the probably. So like five days. Yeah. Five, well, doing it in five days. Crazy. Oh, that sounds really fun. Camping and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that's great. I'm jealous. Uh, so yeah, so he'll so we'll we'll do a episode next week to make up for the short one this week. Yes, and uh, he'll be back and be able to tell us all about his amazing trip up Mount Kilimanjaro and back down up, again up the big Take hill. Away. Yeah, that's it. right. <laughs> and maybe, just maybe, we'll have Evan. Hopefully, yeah, I might be feel pretty full, good that we'll have Evan back. Full roster next next time, yeah. but today let's just uh, Andrew. Why don't you just bless us with a little bit of uh, Earthborn Tasty Bits? <laughs> yeah, I got your Earthborn Tasty Bits right here. Uh, what have you been so doing? I've been working a lot. You were telling uh, me so, that you are the most exhausted that you've maybe felt in a long time. I am. Yeah. Uh, so we're in the process. So I sent out uh, uh, in the last Kickstarter update, I mentioned that we were coming down to it and we're almost done. So that's where we are. <laughs> we're in the final weeks of uh, getting everything done. So working on a bunch of writing. Um, I've spent a lot of time this past week plus in particular in the campaign guide because uh, we have a little less than two weeks now to deliver the campaign guide rule book and packaging to the uh, partners for localization for translation so it we have to be done so it's the last yeah. call for everything Uh, Mm -hmm. So everything that I've been thinking about that I've, you know, put off to do something else uh, in regards to the rule book and the campaign guide and then the packaging are all things that I'm trying to cram into these last few weeks. So, yeah, I got in a pretty good, I got in a pretty good role last week, being the last week and then through the week working on the campaign guide, Uh, just going through making edits, you know, formatting it. I'm doing the layout at the same time. Uh, so doing a lot of writing, formatting, editing, and uh, I was feeling pretty good at the end of the week, so I just kept going, and I just kept going through the weekend, mm-hmm. and was feeling pretty good all through the weekend, still going strong yesterday. Uh, I did some work on the uh, back of the box for the core set. Uh, I've had an idea floating in my head for a while and uh, started laying that out, or did a concept for the layout for that. And, uh, that's, that's looking pretty cool. Um, but then today yeah. I got to today and, uh, I just woke up tired and uh-huh. not super, not super, not being, feeling super energized and, you know, still did some work. I, uh, did a, like one of the, the last call play tests today, trying out something that Fisher and I discovered last week, um, with one of the finales, just trying to do some tweaks to it, uh, but now I'm just ready for a, a day off. So I, I might take a day off tomorrow yeah, and recharge least, a little bit. At least half a day, you're saying? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I feel like I take lots of half days off. Uh, okay. <laughs> in, yeah, because I don't ever take full days off. So I yeah. end up taking like all these little bits. And it's not as restorative as mm-hmm. just taking a whole day and just forcing yourself to not look at anything. Um yeah. But it's challenging because we're in the, like I said, we're in the final like two weeks. So yeah, how do you do that? It, I don't know. It might, I might just need to just, just push through. Um, mm-hmm. I think the only thing is I just need to pay attention to make sure I'm 
know, the work's not suffering. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. Like, I think in the end it's fun though. Like I, I like having this looming deadline. Uh huh. It's exciting. That, yeah. I, I think, uh, the, it's pretty normal. Um, most creative people I, I know are similar where you end up spending a lot of time at the end, uh, just because you've spent a lot of time thinking yeah. leading up to the end. Uh, and you end up going through like a, a crunch, which I think on a small scale, crunching is inevitable and not a terrible thing. Uh, especially if you're like the creator, I think, you know, like I said, I find it energizing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a couple of us and we're all like working hard to get the thing done. That can be pretty fulfilling at the end. But I think where, where crunch, you know, get has a really negative connotation, especially in like big, big video game development right. is when you're so far removed from creative decisions and there's such a huge team where you don't really feel like you have a lot of agency and then you're just going to a job and now you're being forced to work uh-huh. ridiculous hours and taking no time off that stinks yeah that um yeah that's unnecessary yeah so it, I, so while we're crunching it doesn't feel bad i think it's feels good and, yeah this small uh, i'm excited smaller scale smaller team i know i always when i get to that point i feel like where was all this energy when I actually had time, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, it definitely comes in bursts. Uh, I think it's, it's really, really difficult to maintain. Um, that's a, it, the same level of like creative energy for months and months and months at a time. It, it definitely yeah. ebbs and flows and you got to be cool with that. I for think sure. the key is uh, like what I, what I do is, you know, just try to chip away. If I'm not really feeling it one day, you know, just do a little, mm. just get something done, you know, or try to compartmentalize and be like, ah, I'm not feeling super creative today. I'll just work on this less creative aspect of the, of the oh, project for a little while, do some busy that, work. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to go about it. I think I tend to just say, well, I guess I'm not, it's not a creative day, not inspired, <laughs> you know, but I know uh-huh. that's, that's a common, uh, common advice is to just just go, just treat it like a job. See yeah. what happens. You'll surprise yourself. Yeah, totally. Uh, and yeah, but, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to transition to the next bullet point. <laughs> oh, I was going to say the one cool talking about ebbs and flows and peaks and valleys. I've it's, uh, tomorrow we're recording July 26th. So July 27th mm-hmm. is the, uh, anniversary of the Kickstarter launch. One year? One year. Wow. Since we launched that Kickstarter, it's crazy to me to think that a year has passed. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, I've been an outsider for half that time, so to me it feels like it was longer ago. But you guys have done (laughs) a lot in that year. Yeah. So I'm surprised that it's that short. Yeah. Uh, Well, that's that's good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, it's wild to think where like think of myself a year ago and what we were doing on this day a year ago, preparing uh, for yeah. the Kickstarter uh, and just making how much, sure everything was done. How much of the game was, was done at that point? What did you have? Uh, the rules were mostly done. Uh, the rules were like 90% done, 95% yeah. done. Uh, 
content wise, uh, maybe 35% at that time. Mm. We had a bunch of stuff that was done, but for a different version of the game. Yeah. We changed the scope of the game considerably uh, in the months leading up to the Kickstarter uh, mm. when Fisher came on board, and then in, which enabled us to really explore the open world concept in the way that we weren't really doing before. Yeah, I think I described before, it used to be more like hubs in Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where you have like a central area, and then you'd you'd go Gosh. out to different different regions, and you'd explore there, and you'd come back to the hub mm-hmm. uh, instead of it being one contiguous world. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a bunch of stuff done for that, and then you know we had <laughs> every art piece that you saw on the Kickstarter was every art piece we had done. So <laughs> very very right. Uh, yeah, well, you guys so, have yeah. accomplished so much. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to be at this point where we're on the precipice of completing creative work on it. Uh, I'm excited. And then we'll switch over to uh, some promotion. I'm looking forward to doing some promotion, getting the pre-order store up. We're going to redo the tabletop simulator mod uh, and release a Mm. new demo. Um, So cool. Yeah, should be fun. I'm looking forward to it and then do some more fun stuff on the website, some promotion stuff. That should be, that should be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was telling you, I'm, I'm super excited for it now that I've like completed the four little cards I did for the game. I yeah. Just, they look great. They look great. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, yeah. Thanks I for doing they, it. I think they turned out cool. Um, just excited to see it and play it. Um, Cool. Do you want to talk about what what we're into? Yeah, let's let's talk about what we're into. Okay, or what we've done. I'm not that yeah. into anything <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, things that I've done in the past two yeah. weeks. What have uh, you been up to? Yeah, uh, entertainment wise. Um, I saw the movie Nope, the big box office. How was it? Hit. I when the movie. I'm not going to do any spoilers, obviously, but when the movie ended, I felt a little. I've loved his other two movies, uh, Get Out and Us. I thought those are great. Um, so I was excited for this one. It was a, it was a, it reminded me of Indiana Jones in a way. For some reason, the the score is similar to Indiana Jones, and and it was just a real mm. fun. It had like a Steven Spielberg kind of vibe to it. Um, at the end, I felt like it was a little shallow for some reason, but mm. the more I sat with it today. The more I think about it, the more I, I'm thinking about the characters and stuff. And it was some aspects of it were, were subtle and they're, they're starting to sink in. And I, I loved it. I would love to see it again. Good All characters, right. uh, good at good, just fun adventure. Cool. Uh, some surprising, weird things uh, that I was not expecting. Uh, I definitely recommend it on the big screen because there's these huge, I don't think they call them panorama because it felt more tall and wide uh shots of this california desert where this ranch is where the movie takes place beautiful looking movie cool Def- i would i would recommend it and uh, yeah i'm super interested in it i liked the trailers and i the i saw a recent one where i after i saw it i was like ah, i wish i hadn't watched that trailer 
Oh, did it kind of gives too much away? I don't know. I'm hope I'm hopeful that it's trying to obfuscate and misdirect so that probably you know, things, things I think I, I, I understand. I don't actually understand. Yeah. Yes. I don't think I'd love for you to tell me what it is. you <laughs> Think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely want to see it. So okay, uh, okay. I will, I will check it out. That sounds great. Awesome. I'm glad it's good. It is good. I would give it as a movie review now out of 10 points. I would give it, 6.5 6.5 out of 10 that's good for you it's hard seven <laughs> it's a like movie the ign scale anything seven <laughs> below is crap i change it to seven it's seven <laughs> it's very good it's very good right. but it, it's missing some kind of depth for me some okay. deeper meaning i couldn't i couldn't parse it out myself but maybe it's there okay, okay. anyway um I finished this show, The Bear, which a lot of people were talking about. Have you heard of it? Watched it? No. What is is it? It's a show on Hulu. It's kind of like a gritty, realistic show about a failing restaurant that gets taken over by this world-renowned chef that used to be his brothers who committed suicide. And I don't know. It's... it's, uh, it's like a cook. It's like a behind the scenes in a kitchen with a lot of drama surrounding its show. Okay, a lot of people. But, a, a lot of people but, a, were but fiction though, not a fiction. not a reality show. Yeah, fiction. Um, I <laughs> that's it was a weird show. I loved some episodes and I really didn't like some episodes. But I know a lot of people loved it, and usually when a lot of people love something, I'm a little more uh, hypercritical of it. So <laughs> these fools. <laughs> yeah, take that way. Yeah, take that for what it's worth. <laughs> um as far as games, I've been playing Dice Age Dungeons again. Have you played that game? No, I have not played it. Okay. Is it on Steam? It's on yeah, it's on everything. It's even just oh, released okay. an iOS app. It's a good dice roguelike, um, good art style, good music, uh pretty solid mechanics. It's it's a bit in the vein of uh, Slay the Spire, except okay. with with dice controlling your outcomes. You still have cards, you know, inventory management and all that. It's a good. Does it actually have the dice on the screen? Yes. Yeah, and you you is, you can. Is that good? That's good. Oh, the characters yeah. are dice. The characters are dice. Everything's dice. Um, it's cute. It's good. It's, okay. it's considered one of the better uh, deck building roguelikes. If you like Slay the Spire, I think you would like this game. It's, it's yeah, I did like Slay the Spire. I liked it a little bit too much. Did you get did you get hooked for a yeah, bit? It's yes, for a couple days. Oh no. And then we went on vacation and I was so glad to, to not take it, not be able to take it with <laughs> me. Uh so it could oh, break the spell. We, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, you you just like cut out weird there. So if there's any oh. weird uh, stuff in the in the end, that's why. Anyway, yeah, the <laughs> game was uh, yeah. You'll get back into it someday. I know you will. We'll see. You'll get hooked we'll for see. another two days at least. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also been doing some physical activity, getting into biking again. Nice. Loving that. Where are you biking? 
So, so far I've been just circling Lake Nokomis. Uh, nice. Because I live near there. But I'd love to do the entire grand rounds before the, the summer's end, which is biking all the lakes and some other trails. Have you ever, Are you a biker? No, not much. But I do enjoy it when I'm out on the bike. I like it. I have a very heavy, casual bike. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a I very kind of like yeah. ride upright and sip a lemonade style bike. Yeah, you got to keep your backs up. Yep, at uh-huh. our age, <laughs> I'll just lump myself into whatever age you are. <laughs> I probably have a few years on you. I, I imagine yeah, just a just a few. Um, you want to tell us about your uh, your interests, your hobbies? <laughs> sure. Over the last so I've, two weeks. I've, I've not played any video games in maybe three weeks. It's been a long time. I'm just hmm. not really feeling anything. Let me ask you this. I've wondered this. Has that been a part of your, your life? The video, video games? games? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Since you were younger? Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. I, I've that- uh, Kind of like you, I've gone through phases where I was into games more or less. What was the first? But, what was the first one you got? The first one I think this? I have memory of is Centipede. Oh. In the, in the or was that on, on arcade? Okay. On a on an arcade an arcade cabinet at the bowling alley. Cool. Where uh, my my mom would bowl on like she did a a bowling league, and then mm-hmm. she'd take me. Same thing with my dad. Sometimes I go with him. His bowling alley was cooler. <laughs> I get to stay out late at night if I mm. went with him, uh-huh. but they all had centipede. So it was like centipede defender, I think was one asteroids. Yeah. Uh, all those were ones that I really got. Do those all, do those all use the little like knobby, thing. the trackpad or the trackball. Yeah. Or just, yeah. I was also thinking of the, the one that's more of a little knob. Oh, the dial. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I was never any good at any of the games that had the dial. That would be like uh, Arcanoid. Was it called Arcanoid? Or? Arcanoid. Yeah. Breakout. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah breakout. Yep. Uh, so yeah, those were probably my first video mm. games, and then I remember playing a home system for the first time, going over to a friend of my mom's. She her she had a daughter who was. A, maybe like three years older than me and I was like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was in love with this girl. <laughs> she was so cool. She had these, uh, her, her dad was a Vietnam vet and she would wear his, uh, uh, his army jacket jacket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, she had Dungeons and Dragons books. <laughs> so it was well, like some of well, my first exposure to Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. So I was checked those out when I was yeah. over at her place <laughs> and I played uh, her Atari and mm-hmm. I really remember playing adventure. Do you remember that game adventure? Yeah. It rings a bell. I've probably, you're a cube. It, but... You're yeah. like a little cube adventure man. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and you have a sword, which is a line. Yeah. <laughs> and you go through these, you just move around these this grid effectively. Okay. And you have to look out for a dragon, which I always thought looked like a, a duck. I always thought it was a duck, but <laughs> I found out it was a dragon. It looks like a giant duck and it can eat you. Uh, you end up as a little square inside of its belly. 
<laughs> it's very primitive. Adventure. That is the probably the first home video game I remember playing. Is it called Venture or Adventure? Adventure with an exclamation point at the end. Okay. <laughs> there is one called Venture as well, but Adventure. There we go. Yeah, there's the dragon and oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I love I love like the 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 stark difference from the graphics to the the badass box <laughs> <Yeah>. art. <laughs> exactly. You really have to use your imagination. It worked. It worked though. I think I would, yeah. you know, I would use my imagination. I loved it. Yeah. I I thought it was super cool when I was a kid. Uh, uh yeah, so that was a long time ago. But I've been recently uh I've been playing Pokemon with my son. You're still doing uh, it from last yeah, so yeah. I, yeah, I mentioned last time he's getting into it and uh Are you getting still into, into it? it? What's that? Are you into it? Like as a game? It's a card game? Uh, I've, you know, since the first time I've really played it since he was seven, uh, where, you know, it wasn't getting him to read the cards is difficult, you know, just just wasn't super into it. And so we didn't, we played, but didn't really play. So this is the first time that I've actually played the game and, uh, it's pretty good. You know, this just in Pokemon, not bad, (laughs) pretty fun game. Andrew Navarro, creative director. Yep. (laughs) Put it on the box. <laughs> yep, it's uh, breaking news. It says uh, not hot, bad. <laughs> hot new game called Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, keep an eye out for it. it. Might be big. I always wanted to get into it. I, I think you don't. It's. I a, think kids were. I mean, when I was young, I don't now. Oh, okay. When I was, I was a kid, say. though, I wanted to play. I wanted uh, other kids are playing it. I can't believe that was no. When did when did that come out? I must not have been a kid. At it's point. twenty twenty five years old. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty old. I guess. Yeah. Probably in middle 20. school. I can't yeah, do anything Pokemon. I want, it's one of those things I, I try, I want to get into a thing that people are obsessed with, you know? So I've tried to get into the band fish and many, many times <laughs> and I just cannot, I just cannot do it. Pokemon <laughs> is one of those things. I've tried to play Pokemon games and it's just, oh, just push it it just i bounce off it immediately yeah yeah the video games <laughs> i don't i don't really get into but it was it's pretty fun uh, okay so i built a deck he has a pretty good deck um and played him played him a few times we we started off four and four and then mm-hmm. the last six times he's beaten me oh wow Wow. Yeah, he's crushing me. Yeah. My deck's just too slow. And last week, the story began with him not quite understanding strategies, right? He's no, he, he's got a pretty good grasp on the strategy. He's getting better. Uh, okay. He's, he's, he has made some mistakes that have opened him up to lose, but my deck isn't good enough to take advantage. <laughs> <laughs> like I would, I would murder you right now if I just yeah. had, had that. Or just uh, in, in hindsight. Yeah. 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 But he gets excited about doing a thing and he's, you know, he could do something simpler just to win, but he wants to do something elaborate and cool Kid. to win, you know? Kids. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Kids having fun. How dare they? Uh, could learn a lot. So, but he's been playing in tournaments at the local stores. We've played in, three more tournaments since the last really episode. that's awesome yeah so Has i'm just been... hanging out at the store working on my laptop while which he's... place which it's called go? game related game related yeah it's a Where tiny store in north st paul hmm. um 
right off a century. So if you go down 36, this was for everyone. If you're ever in (laughs) Minneapolis, you go down 36 east and then you go north on century and it's a couple blocks up. I know that. Is there a Burger King right there? Yeah, there is Burger King there. You got it. Yeah, I used to work in North St. Paul. Nice. That's Uh, right by my house. I'm really close, a couple blocks away from there. Oh, really? Oh, cool. It's cool you live so close to the... The tournament center. Yeah, I know. We could bike there. I mean, we, we, yeah. we drive there. It takes like two minutes. Uh, uh, what a, yeah, what so that's been really fun. And he's been making friends at the store. Uh, he's one of the youngest people there. There's a lot of lot of adults playing Pokemon. <laughs> um, yeah. A lot of adults playing Pokemon, which I think so would be just super them? dangerous. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I think <laughs> if you play Pokemon, you got to be cool with playing a little, little kid every kids. once in a while. <laughs> Uh, but they've been super nice. Uh, the store has been awesome. They've been super welcoming. The community has been super welcoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone he's met there has been super cool to him. Uh, it's been really great. It's really cool. It's the thing about games that is one of the greatest things about games is yeah. finding a community that mm. enjoys the thing you enjoy and then spending time doing that thing and just everyone coming together doesn't matter anything about you or like what's going on in your life or yeah you know what your religious political beliefs are like whatever you just get together and you play this game oh, it's awesome okay i think that's that's getting to the bottom of what i was trying to say about wanting to love something the way other people do such as pokemon or the band fish um <laughs> I, I just don't feel like i've ever had a thing that has such a community around it you know the kind of yeah. things that i like I can't imagine them having, you know, uh, conventions about, uh, I wish I could think of a funny example of something I really love (laughs) that would never have a convention, uh, you know, uh, Wes Anderson movies or I don't know. There's no Wes Anderson convention convention (laughs) that actually, I feel like there may be, maybe I'm just not that I, I don't nerd out about that many things. Yeah. So I, I try though, and then I and then I realize it's just not in my blood. Well, it's kind <laughs> of like the the easy way to do it is being a sports fan, right? Like just that's finding true. a team you like, and that's, I think that's the that is another thing that I really enjoy. You know about you know being a like a Packers fan is a fun thing because especially Packers there. Packers fan in the Twin Cities is fun because these, these yeah. clutches of isn't there a Packers like, bar in North St. Paul? Uh, I don't know. There's one all. There's one every okay. ten feet. Okay, right, right. That, <laughs> but, yeah, that's true. That's true. But these places exist, and you can go there, and it's like this fun, like safe haven where you know there may be like a Vikings fan there, but uh, yeah, Here's it's the just thing. fun. The thing is, uh, amongst sports fans, is there other than liking the team? I would feel. I feel like there would be less common threads elsewhere. Whereas someone who's into Right. The band fish. Let's just keep using that one as an uh-huh. example. You know, you probably, there's other things you may have in common. Yeah. Well, the Venn diagram of, you know, tabletop gamer and Green Bay Packers fan does uh-huh. not create yeah. a lot of crossover <laughs> in my experience. I, I mean, there are some. I do know, like, I've, I've worked with people who are Packers fans, and that's been mm-hmm. super awesome. Yeah. But uh, it's, uh, I mean, I go out to the to the Packer bar. You know, we're not yeah. talking about, you know, Dungeons and Dragons. Right. You just connect <laughs> over being human beings and uh-huh. enjoying something. Yeah, that's, that's true. Right. There doesn't that's need right. to be overlap. That's right. 
<clears throat> and uh, and I've also started playing Kingdom Death Monster again with my friends. What is that? Uh, so that is a it's one of the first super successful tabletop Kickstarters oh. uh, many, many years ago, like 10 years ago, I think. Okay. Uh, just millions of dollars. And then they did another one, made another bajillions of dollars. It, it's a, it's a gigantic box. Um, that it's like 19 pounds worth of game. Uh, it comes <laughs> Lots with of pewter miniatures. It looks like not pewter, all plastic. Um, oh, okay. And it's a cooperative game where you play as these, uh, beasts humans no okay kind of (laughs) left out in this weird dystopian nightmare fantasy world where Mm -hmm. the ground is nothing but upturned frozen faces and it's all (laughs) darkness all around you and you have nothing but a rock and a loincloth and you have to go and fight a monster and then you defeat it take its stuff craft stuff Go fight more monsters. You just do that until uh, you have a settlement uh, that you grow as the as time goes on, and your characters will suffer injuries, and things will happen to them, and it's all sorts of crazy stuff. That's a lot of a lot of random rolling on random tables to see things that happen. Is it uh, as great as it sounds and looks? It's kind of awesome. It's it's kind of awesome. Uh, we played a yeah. campaign a couple years ago. We got maybe 15 lantern years, which are sessions mm-hmm. uh, into the game and lost. Uh, everyone in our settlement died. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we just ran out of people. Yeah. Uh, and um, we had a really good time with it. And then I, we were going to, I got to go with my friends recently and we were going to play Big Trouble Little China, the board game. Um, mm-hmm things fell through we had to rearrange some stuff and then we ended up playing on a different night and my friend was like well i'm not prepared to play big trouble little china so i said (laughs) we could start up kingdom death again how about that and they're like yeah let's do it so um yeah yeah so we played last week we're gonna play again tomorrow night and cool it's pretty cool that i'm trying you know trying to revitalize the the weekly board game yeah Uh, which is something we did before the pandemic for like three, four years. Um, And so uh, and haven't done it since. So uh, yeah, that's pretty exciting. Um, So I think having a game like this, that's a campaign game where you have to come back and keep going. is a good way to Mm -hmm. get that momentum back. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, no, the game is pretty fun. It's uh, it's really brutal Mm -hmm. and the randomization is can be super punishing, Uh but uh, like any good dice game, it really creates amazing and memorable lows and really mm-hmm. amazing memorable highs. Uh-huh. So it's uh, it's really fun for that because <laughs> we've told so many stories of things that have happened to our <laughs> oh yeah to our characters That's... as we played this game. That's awesome. I it sounds great it looks great i love the look yeah it's it's really it's really fun it's really fun it's very very clunky but uh (laughs) it's all part of the charm i think people will say that about earthborn that it's clunky i don't think so i don't think (laughs) so it doesn't feel like it would they would no but i mean there's a lot i mean it it is kind of similar to kingdom death in that there's a lot okay Um, (laughs) so could sometimes maybe get get 
No, I'm not going to make you say it's good. What am I doing? Um. <laughs> I would say that there are the things that happen randomly in, uh, in Earthborn Rangers are similar to the things that happen in mm. Kingdom of Death, except less gross. <laughs> cool. But plenty of moments cool. where where random cool. things happen and like a cascade of events happen on the on the table yeah. it tells a really fun story and yeah. all those pieces were there to make that thing happen and it's uh it's super memorable and then you end up telling those stories and that's one thing that uh, one of the one of the many things i think earthborn rangers does well is creates those moments i can see i've, I've not played either game but i it feels like these would be good like as curated games to play as a cool little dichotomy oh yeah totally yeah uh there's uh i I definitely um was inspired by kingdom death for um we worked on a game right before i left ffg uh that released much after released after i uh, I left after quite a while the descent the new edition of descent uh which is like a dungeon crawling board game Mm-hmm. And that has uh, like item crafting and like resources and stuff in it, and that was definitely taken from uh, from Kingdom mm-hmm. Death, which mm-hmm. or Kingdom Death Monster more specifically, mm-hmm. um, but uh, which I think probably was inspired by Monster Hunter. Hmm. I don't know if you mm-hmm. ever played Monster Hunter. Yeah, it's, I have. It's it's effectively Monster Hunter. You, okay. You hunt monsters, you take their stuff, you make more stuff, then you hunt more monsters. That's, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a reliable game loop. I think it's a good yeah. one. Yeah. That's uh, it. Cool, cool. Well, um that's it. That's, that's it. The, that's the show. It's a, supposed to be a little tiny show. It ended up being 41 minutes. That's so pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty that's, you know, a little it's bite a size. It's yeah. A little half. Any titles come jump out at you while we were recording? I don't. I don't think we we don't have Fisher or Evan here to say the weird weird stuff. <laughs> That's right. We'll 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 figure it out. I'm sure. We'll brainstorm after. Okay. Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody at home, and we'll see you in two weeks. Reach out to us with questions at info at earthborngames.com. Yeah, we'll see you next next week. We'll do it next week. Oh, next week. Next week. Yeah, with okay. Fisher. Okay. That's why the short short one this week. Okay. We'll we'll get back on the train next week. So one week from now. All right. That's right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.